Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Listener discretion is advised. I see the countdown now. Yes. What uh, well, are you going to change the name to? Hold on, I'll pro it. Oh, no, I'm back. That's fine. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to this week's podcast. <laughs> with Stefan struggling to change his name in our live software. So if you've joined the live show, he's just fucked up the intro, despite being one of the ones who insisted on me saying hello and starting it properly every week. Well, Hello. Jesus pressed start. I didn't know what started. <laughs> there was a countdown. He said, can you see the countdown? You went no yes more. and then decided to go, how do I change I my name? Anything. I had a sentence thing up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Stefan. And then when I clo- managed to close it, because that was still on the screen, there was just a red dot. <laughs> uh, well, uh, oh well. it could have went worse. I mean, it could have went better, but hey yeah. This is this. Anybody watching? This is how the recordings usually go with us fucking shit up quite a lot very early on, and having issues throughout. So get ready well, for that. Anybody who's watching will actually record this live knows because they've seen it first out of the past half an hour now. True. I mean, Jay somehow managed to. I feel like Jay switched his camera. I don't know if he was facing that way. Beforehand, I feel like he's switched. Have I have I just confused Kyle? I don't know. I think you've confused Kyle. It doesn't take it a doesn't lot. Doesn't take much. <laughs> Jinx, you're me a cook. No, I'm just trying to figure out if you have actually switched or not. Like my brain's trying to compute. It does not compute. No, it doesn't. Not at the best of times. <sighs> Sorry, I got well, this is the first time recording with Kyle when he has actually decent internet. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I've, I've got he's a new the only one that provider. isn't fucking stuff up. <laughs> I've got a new internet provider. Yeah! Now my Skybox won't connect and I'm having a bitch of a time connecting it. WPS, it works better when you click the WPS button. That's the issue. Every time I click the WPS button, the booster box disconnects from the router. <laughs> so, you've fixed your internet, but you've had to sacrifice your TV for it. Yeah. Seems basically good. that's a very us thing. Very us thing. So you have to choose between it and another TV. It's like the router will will connect to the booster box, which is sat next to my TV, and then as soon as you try and connect the skybox to either the booster box or the router, it just kicks the booster box off. Why are we so? Why, for people who rely on technology every day of our working lives, why are we so bad with it? It's not. It's worse for someone who relies on technology as a living. To make a living, <laughs> you work with technology on a daily basis. To be fair, mine's more. I fix computers, technology. not TVs. Yes, no, I'm saying you you <laughs> rely on fixing technology. Jay works with technology when he when he go to work. I uh, do have to rely on a small amount of technology when I'm at work, but I rely on technology all the time at home and to do this. How was so bad? Because. I don't know. Exactly, because it's you don't us. have a reason. <laughs> because it's <laughs> us. That's all the reason you need. <laughs> right, well, what, what, topics this week. 
So I do actually have topics this week, yes. Um, let's just load them up. Uh, yes, everybody watching, I do just have them saved on my phone. It's just how it goes. Yeah, he just randomly adds to them and then pulls out whatever he feels like when the podcast starts. Yeah, honestly, it's mostly just um, just sending a pipe. bunch of. It's just sending a bunch of stuff to my own Facebook, like me messaging myself, and then it's saved there for when I need it. So I'll worry about easier. you. You're your own best friend. Do you not just like save them in the notes? If I did that, they would get mixed up with the 200 other notes that I've got. Why have you got 200 notes? Because I've got all the poems and stuff that I write, all my book notes, all my songs and stuff that I'm trying to write, all the extra bits that I've got, all my work notes. I get you I get you having like rough notes and brainstorms in there, but then when you get home, put them on a laptop on a Word document. No, half of them just get saved in the phone and just never seen again. <laughs> this is what Kyle says, oh, I want to be um, more professional at this. Yeah, he, he, sends his, he sends messages to himself, how will I talk about? Well, if we, if, if, we end up, if we end up having an office and I've got a PC and I just sit there and dedicate my time to researching topics on the PC, then they'll be saved on the PC while I'm sat there recording. But for now, this works. I mean... <laughs> Not really, but okay. Wow. It doesn't not work, so we'll let you do it. Exactly. We have a floaty boat, Kyle. Do I find topics? Yes. Do I save them in a manner that I can find them? Yes. No. Is it a manner in which if you guys picked up my phone and could easily understand what the fuck you're talking about? No. Works for me. <laughs> I don't think we'd understand anything if we picked up your phone. <laughs> in fact, if anything, I think we'd understand less if we tried, because it would somehow ruin understanding that we already have of things. If it floats your boat, Kyle, if it just floats your boat, and that's all I can say. Fair do. I mean, I do want to make a boat, but... Same? Yeah, me and Jay's got the plan of making matchstick boats. 100% same. What? We want to make matchstick boats. Fit in it, but we won't. I think someone's knocking at me door. I'll be back in a second. Mr. Okay. Professional. <laughs> I mean, all I could hear was the knocking on his microphone that he was yeah. making himself. So. <laughs> hey. How's your game going, Stefan? That's fine. I've just finished off what I'm doing there. I am, I am recording all the F1 stuff and... Honestly, I started a new campaign with Renault uh, yeah. that I'm not recording, and the difference between Renault and Williams is immense. I know it's meant to be, but like the di- you can feel the difference instantly. Yeah. Oh, well, I wasn't going to initially. I was going to play all kinds of things, but unless I'm doing a Let's Play and playing through something random, I'm going to be pretty much sticking to motorsport games for me because it's what I know, it's what I'm good at, so makes more yeah. sense. Um, and then when we're doing group stuff, I mean, stuff like first-person shooters and random other stuff we'll be doing tech, like probably generally as a group anyway so the hobbits back stop talking about them oh, I'll just listen back to the recordings <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about you before I upload this to Spotify I'll listen back to the recordings you'll not hear anything you saw I was pissing off Stefan because I was saying that I race for Renault I specifically chose Renault just to piss off Stefan no, it doesn't bother us there's nothing wrong with Renault <laughs> There's a lot wrong with Renault. I like Renault. Why you got a pick on Renault? It's French. I mean, yeah, that's the one reason I thought Stefan would get annoyed with it. <laughs> you just have a... 
misconception of me. No, we don't. You're the one who wants to, but who wants to build a trebuchet to go against the French just so they get attacked by their own weapon. How big of a thing could you put in a trebuchet? There's a lot of big things you can put in a trebuchet. Yeah, but there's not many big rockets. Like, what can we move that? Anything bigger than Jay? <laughs> well, Jay Bang. could go first as a test flight. That, that would, like a rangefinder, so we'd know if we're going to hit. A rangefinder, and aim for the red splodge that Jay, that Jay was. <laughs> well, no, we'll give him like a parachute or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi. Uh, can you imagine that medieval siege, just people in trebuchets with parachutes? Woof! Do do do! The first airborne units. That would be this awesome. This was almost as bad as the time that I was going to put people in wheelchairs on slingshots. I want there to be a video game now where you can put people in a trebuchet with like a sheet or something attached as a parachute so they just parachute in with crossbows and What stuff. do you mean video game? We're doing it as you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I the test crush... Uh, why am I the crush test dummy? Because you're, you're the, the smallest. Yeah, so you'll fly further. You're more aerodynamic Steph and you're lighter. the same height as me now. I'm You're not. the closest in shape to a boulder. Oh, that was harsh. <laughs> True, I'm though. not that fat, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to go there, but I'll agree. No, if if <laughs> if you, we were going to send something, we'd want to send something that got, that's got nice designs and patterns on, and you're covered in tattoos. So we'll just launch you, and you can just be like the stylish boulder. Yeah, we'll cover you with something nice with patterns on. <laughs> <laughs> hey. oh, we'll love you really like a hole in the head <clears throat> honestly quite possibly speaking of holes in the heads actually I'll go into my first topic you which say is holes, holes, holes yeah. with an L <laughs> because my first topic of the evening is that in 1552 a man managed to accidentally shoot himself in the head with a longbow <laughs> Is this a ricochet type? Are you are you like taking a piss? Someone actually so- shot themselves in the head with a, a gent. Literally so- shot themselves after looking down a loaded longbow. Looking down uh, a loaded longbow. Colonial that- beco- colonial whoa, whoa, records. Whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Right, can we just <laughs> a longbow? It's only loaded if you're holding it. There's nothing to hold it loaded. You hold the arrow that you're firing. Why? So he had to be holding the longbow backwards to do this. No, this is the beautiful thing. <laughs> Why does it sound like something we'll do? I don't I even mean, think we could manage this shit. <laughs> you have to choose to aim it at yourself. <laughs> the re- the records show that in this in the 16th century, it describes the death of Henry Pert, a gentleman from Welbeck near Walksop, Nottinghamshire. Pert died a day after receiving an arrow to the head. The arrow had been fired from his own weapon. Is it a ricochet-type situation? No. According to the coroner's finding, Pert was stood over the loaded longbow while attempting to release a jammed arrow. So basically, he was looking down at it, trying to release a jammed arrow on a longbow. I don't know what he's done. I don't know whether he's made the knock too small or something that was stuck on the string. So he's been looking down at it, pulling it, and it went off into his face. Do you know... (laughs) <laughs> I 
But nowadays, it would have had a warning sticker on it, and he would have had to have a license to use it, and he would have had to be on a three-week course, and it would have had to be like registered to the police database for firearms, so that he couldn't. The natural selection can't take place nowadays because we no. protect everyone. Honestly, he has the actual coroner's report, right? It says, Pert went out to play at Welbeck and drew his bow so fully with an arrow in it that he lodged the arrow in the bow. Afterwards, intending to make the arrow climb straight into the air, he shot the arrow from the bow. Because his face was directly over the arrow as it climbed upwards, it struck him above his left eye, near to his eyelid, and into his head to the membrane. Thus, the said arrow worth one penny. Specifically mentions that it was worth one penny. <laughs> well, one penny. he's not going to use an expensive arrow to kill himself. <laughs> Gave him a wound, of which he immediately languished and lay languishing until noon on October the 29th, when he died at Welbeck by misadventure. Did it <laughs> by misadventure? <laughs> misadventure. <laughs> Best death ever. This is, do you think that's um, the people who made Skyrim got the story from? I was a fencer like you until I took an owl to the head. <laughs> Took an arrow to the face. The thing is, I love how like he laid on the ground <laughs> for a whole day. Yeah. Well, yeah, you've got to have a pity party and feel sorry for yourself. <laughs> that's you that's some face. kind of pity party just lying down, just like, hey. Oh, also, well, did you say he fired the arrow into the air? He was trying to fire it upwards and see. He basically pulled it back so far back that it got stuck. And then while trying, while he had it sort of, I'm guessing he had it on the floor and he had his foot on the string or something. He was trying to like lodge it upwards or something to unknock it or something like that. And basically, uh, he was trying to release it in the sky, but he's had his he had his face over it and it just went into his face. So he was playing arrow roulette. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Legend, but very badly. But it's like me, in the way. it's like me with the Stanley blade at work. If I hadn't no. moved my head, I would have had the blade in my eye. You're the only this person in history that has tried to change the blade of a Stanley knife <laughs> and ended up with it wedged in the ceiling. Yep, that's not something to be proud of. I've you moron. Private, <laughs> I've got a private message from Ryan on um, Facebook. Yeah, um, the comment is he didn't fire it into the air, he fired it into his face. Well, he tried to fire it into the air. That was the well, point I was getting at. <laughs> he didn't fire it, but the story says that like he was looking down the long ball, long ball, long yeah. ball itself. No, no. So originally he pulled it back and like pulled it back and aimed up to fire it into the air. It got wedged, and then he was trying to unwedge it. I'm guessing. That's what I got from it. How can so he was playing arrow roulette, it broke, so then he was playing, well, eyelid roulette I'm, after that. I'm, I assu- I'm assuming what he's managed to do is somehow pull it back so far and then release it that it's basically gone into the wooden shaft of the wood and gone lodged, and then while he's been trying to unlodge it, it's just went through the shaft into his face, maybe. Can we just point out that there's the detailed description because we still can't work out what happened. That's how awesome this was. <laughs> I know. How useless we are. <laughs> I mean, how how do you shoot yourself with a longbow? I mean, I've got I'm on a website now. Anybody who wants to check out, it's What's literally it's, by longbow. <laughs> no, it's it, it looks like it's called Past Peculiar or something. And the the next one is in 64 AD there was a suicide by toilet brush. What? <laughs> 
<laughs> what? <laughs> Who looks at the toilet brush and think I'm going to kill myself now? I'm going to yeah. top myself. What am I? No, no, not rope, not guns, not the long walk. Get the toilet brush. No. In a training academy for gladiators who work with wild beasts, a German soldier has been trying to move it, and then that's when it's fired. Jay, I've sent you the actual link to the article so you can have a look at it. And if you want to screen share it for everybody to see exactly what the article is, it's only a couple of paragraphs and the gist of it is basically this guy shot himself in the head. It was a fucking massive misadventure, but hilarious. Does that make sense <laughs> to you, Kyle? Can we get a crime watch reaction? No. If he's pulled it back, then the arrow, Kyle, yes. the arrow will have, like, gone behind the wood like that so instead of it being beside it it went like that and got jammed what do you mean so he must have been stood over it yeah <laughs> so by the way by, by the looks of it by the sounds of the story he technically like lifted it up thinking because it's so long and he's probably got dodgy <laughs> arms he probably stood on it like the he's probably got dodgy bit. arms where did he get that from oh, with that <laughs> the bow itself <laughs> and try to shoot what it in the air that way I'm just trying to think of a logical reason, logical way how he can shoot himself in the face. What the most logical you think of was he's got dodgy arms, and when nothing <laughs> specifies that he had dodgy arms. <laughs> I know the only thing that it specifies is the only thing that specifies is that he somehow managed to jam an arrow in a longbow, and then while unjamming it, shot himself above yeah. his left eye. I don't know about you, Kyle, but to me, the fact that he managed to jam the longbow and then face it in his own face while he was unjamming it is more dodgy than the question questionable nature of his arms. I'm pretty sure if he just <laughs> threw the longbow to the floor to dislodge the arrow, the arrow <laughs> would have dislodged and shot oh. forwards away from him. Yeah, anyway. but what if forwards was what if what if it like turned and forwards was towards him and it like took a testicle out or something? That would be one hell of a weird dodgy throw for him to throw it downwards and it to do a full one eighty spin towards no, himself. But it might like <laughs> throw it and then it like bounces and flips and then bounces, then it releases. The way I see it, right, um, after lockdown, we need to get a longbow and a... No! I've got a friend with a compound bow. <laughs> so we can try it with that, but it's not as big. I do actually want a proper old-school English longbow with the proper big wooden arrows, and the, I want the proper traditional Kyle. bow and arrow and quiver. Kyle? At least we yes. know how we're going to die now, Jay. You launched a Stanley blade into the ceiling of your office at work. Yes, he did. Why shall we trust you with a longbow? Because the more dangerous an object is, the safer I am with it, evidently. No, because I've never hurt, the ceiling. I've never hurt myself with my fucking sword. Contrary to Stefan, who's tried contrary. to cut a pizza. Yes, I said contrary. I fucking. tried to cut a pizza with a katana. Nobody got hurt. A bench almost got chopped in half. I was intoxicated. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and that was once. It's fine if you're intoxicated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't, yeah. That is not a legitimate excuse. It is. It's fine. You was, I don't think you could go to the was police impaired. if you managed to cut the bench in half or some shit. And my, just go, oh, it's my, fine. I was drunk. My judgment was impaired. I thought it was just a bread knife or something. Out of anything, I couldn't find the bloody pizza wheel. <laughs> <laughs> so your next logical thought is: there's a katana above the fireplace. Let's it was the first that. sharp thing that I saw after I couldn't find the pizza wheel. <laughs> Whose house were you in with a katana above the fireplace? He's fucking aunties or something. Yeah, I was house sitting. So you just stood <laughs> with a pizza. 
drunk and thought, I can handle this deadly shark weapon. I made, no, right? <laughs> this is the process. I made a pizza. I took the pizza out the oven. That bit was successful. Yeah. Right? The pizza needed a cut. I spent about, I was going to say about 10 minutes, but it was more like probably three seconds looking for a pizza wheel. I couldn't find where I put it. <laughs> right? And then I was like, well, I don't know. I was like, I need something sharp. Totally forgot there was other knives and cutlery I could use. Wandered at the sitting room, picked up the katana because I knew it was there and it was sharp. Uh, unsheathed it, lifted it up above my head. And as I went like that, it disappeared from behind us. And Kyle was standing there going, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I just have folded pizza in half like a calzone and was eating that way like a sandwich. Um, I was Elkie asks. I was horse. Elkie, uh, Elkie has asked, was it good pizza? No. <laughs> it was it was really good pizza. It wasn't cut with a katana though because I wasn't loud. Kyle, it was a good pizza. <laughs> you, you should let him cut it. I'm pretty sure I wasn't even there. He's added me to this story, but I'm sure I wasn't there. <laughs> so not you. How do you know about this then? Because <laughs> you tell me this story all the time. I'm sure it wasn't me. I'm sure it was someone else. Oh, I don't tell you this all the time. You always bring it up. <laughs> it's because you told us it once, and it's a fucking amazing story that I have to share with the world. I hate it. It was somebody then. thwarted my plan. Actually, do you know what? I don't know. Would you stop this, though? And it's a reminder that you are never coming anywhere near my katana. Why? No, you can't confiscate me from sharp things. You're the one that's in the low sharp things. Kyle, you have to bring a katana to our office when we get one so we can cut pizza. Is that going to be how we're christening the office? Deal. Yeah, cut them pizza and see how much money we can give the insurance company when we ring them. <laughs> Didn't one have the plan of everything we're furnishing the office is going to be like as much free stuff as we can get from like yeah. places yeah. like oh, Facebook yeah, Marketplace and eBay and stuff. If we can get a free katana, it'll be awesome. <laughs> I'll cut the whole van off before I send it back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a feeling we're going to be the face of the next dodgy um, insurance advert. Have you had an accident? <laughs> <laughs> I've got Have a feeling we're going to be... Have you had a pizza with a katana? I've got a feeling that we're going to be on the Northumbria Police web uh, Facebook page, not just we're on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you accidentally cut your friend's hand off while lining up the slice for his pizza? To be fair, if anyone puts a hand in the way, that's your own fault. You've accepted liability then. In all fairness, I could turn cut better than half the um, pizza shop pizza cuts you get. Oh, I'm God, sure, yeah. I'm sure when you order a pizza um, off Just Eat or your local takeaway and you get it, I'm sure before you cut it out, you cut it, they get a butter knife. Um, you should yeah. leave a sharpening stone near knives in the office by the way why because i sharpened things like my pizza cut i was like a razor blade and then the the sharpening stone got hit. i'm pretty sure this thing would cut a pizza better (laughs) (laughs) kill this random cutthroat why do you have a cutthroat when you can't grow a beer why because he always (laughs) does weird things there because have you seen the box it's a fucking antique it's like some old antique that my dad found or got from like his uncle or something We've got Why? two of them. We've got two of them. I chipped one of the blades on the other one because I need to redo it and sharpen it while cutting open a sofa because we lost something in a sofa and it was the only knife I had available. <laughs> you used a cut one razor to cut a sofa up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why? Because it was the only knife available at the time. 
It's not a knife, no. It's a it's a razor. It's it's to cut hair. It can be used as a knife. Okay, it was the only sharp object other than a fucking sword available at the time, and it was a lot more manoeuvrable. <laughs> That's another time I wasn't loud at Katana, just for the record. <laughs> <laughs> In all fairness, I think that's um, Gillette. That's what Gillette's missing out on as a marketing strategy. What me? Totally, <laughs> what giving it you. to us and just cutting random stuff? <laughs> we should be sponsored by Gillette. If these guys can cut anything with Gillette, they can cut your beard off. Gillette's the stupidest a man can get. <laughs> right, I'm gonna go nip to the loo. I'll be back. That's a, that's actually a question. Hold on a second. What's a question? It doesn't leave much of a cut on my leather wallet. Why are you cutting your wallet? Because I figured you usually sharpen stuff on leather, so why not just test it? <laughs> yeah, no. no. <laughs> why not? You hurt my brain sometimes. I've got it here, I might as well. What is it? It's a made in Sheffield, England, so you can tell it's a rarity because it was made in fucking England. They haven't made stuff yet in 60 years. <laughs> I was going to argue with you then. I, can't, I don't even remember what I was going to argue with you about. Uh, I was going to say something, was... and then you start talking about Sheffield, and I got confused. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a line on my wallet now. I feel like I should do another line and just make it an X. Don't say that <laughs> if that gets audio clipped. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I've got like a line on my wallet. I can't, don't know if you can pick it up. I've got like a little cut line now. No, I can't really say it. Uh, anyway, what else do you go for? Oh, oh um, yeah. What else have I got? The, my top drawer is full of we, random shit. On. Would you like me to just select stuff? No, I mean, what stuff. have you got for the podcast? Or what have you got in your fucking drawer? And also, are we <laughs> so you you won't let me have sharp objects, and me and Jay won't let you have sharp objects. Nobody's trusting Jordan with sharp objects. So does that mean any time we need to do anything with anything sharp, it's going to be Jay is going to be the responsible adult? No. I know I'm not going to be allowed. That's what I got told of Ashley when like, I asked her if I could have a katana. She won't give us a logical reasoning why I wasn't allowed a katana. Just no? Just, it was just no. It's you. No. Don't worry, Jay. I'll get you a pizza cutter and I'll sharpen it. It's like a fucking ninja staff down there. I've got a pizza cutter. Dangerous. I've got two pizza cut- cutters and I can never sharpen them. them. My, bo- my boss has a batarang. And I really want to see if you can sharpen it and just use it as an actual batarang. It's heavy as fuck, to be honest. I bet you can, you know. It's, well, it's, be it, it's got two little screwdriver bits on the end that you can use, but because of the shape of a batarang, they're nearly useless. <laughs> so it's more like a tool. It's like a novelty kind of tool. It's like a novelty kind of tool, but it, it's the batarang has a bot. It's like got a hole in it that you can use as a bottle opener, but it does legitimately. It's quite sharp on one of the edges, so you can just use it as like a knife to cut open boxes. It's really useful. Anybody working in an office, anybody working in an office, you need scissors <laughs> or like a knife. Or a katana. Yeah, Jay, we decided that since I'm not trusted with sharp things, Stefan isn't trusted with sharp things, and Jordan definitely isn't trusted with sharp things, you're the designated person in charge of sharp objects in the office. The designated oh, sharp driver. Yes. Everything's going to get cut up into teeny tiny jigsaw pieces. And this is exactly the reason why I said no. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this is what... Uh, I like the idea that I am the designated person to be in charge of sharp objects. You are not. 
I am. We're, we're all designated in control of the sharp object because we have to keep an eye on each other just to make sure we don't do anything stupid with said or sharp objects. We'll end up killing each other. So, yeah. We will end up killing each other, guaranteed. I mean, that's probably why it's going to be fun and we should just set up cameras that record everything we do in the office at all times. Is it going to, is it going to be an issue that we don't have a an adult? A supervising adult. Like, none of us going to trust they... anyone with sharp objects. I mean, I would say I would bring my dad along, but he'd be worse than us. Yeah, <laughs> he, he would. He would definitely be worse than us. I've seen him cut myself. <laughs> yeah. With things I didn't even realise were sharp. <laughs> <laughs> I think he could cut himself with paint, to be honest. <laughs> Same, to be honest. Yeah. Again, I once handed him a notebook and he got a paper cut, and that's not even a lie. I am allowed sharp objects. I'm I'm just going to get myself a katana. <laughs> I mean, right. I'll go above me Japanese fan. I mean, I would say I don't agree Japanese with fans? you, but I can send you a link to the katana shop if you want. Not Japanese fan, fans. Japanese fan. you just got one Japanese fan. Yeah, it's over next to his creepy doll, which Stefan hates. It's just weird, man. Oh, and they're coming in the office with us. How the fuck? I'll set fire to them. I'll cleanse them. Yeah, last time I stopped at Jay's, he said he was going to take those down, and he didn't take those down, and I ended up having to sleep with those across the room. After Jay said, before before I went to sleep, Jay specifically said, oh yeah, don't worry, they might just move a bit in the night. Yeah, no, he he had them, and he was going to leave them for me, so I slept in in his office on the floor. (laughs) Jordan said, kill kill it with fire. Jordan, how on earth have you got a name, but do other people don't have a name in? Jordan has a name because when he was born, his mum and dad gave him one. (laughs) Obviously. participates in this. (laughs) That's how you have a name as well, Jay. It's probably because he actually participates in this, so... He's not in the waiting room. And wait, and not now, but he's previously been in the live stream, so he's probably just saved. It's, it's probably just saved his account on his computer. Probably, mm-hmm. you know, hi, Google caches and everything. We'll say hi to you since you didn't join. Work. Yeah. Hi, John. <laughs> I've been informed that I look very gay every two minutes because I keep on doing gay po- gay poses. Oh, you get informed every two minutes, or it's yeah. just it happens every two minutes. Who's informing you? I've got a friend watching this and they just keep on going, Gapos! It's just like, yeah! <laughs> Which friend? Not telling you. I think I know who it is. You yeah, probably Jay, do, it's to be honest. It's got nothing to do with you. It's got nothing to do with you. At least, at least me and Kyle are looking at each other while we're staring at the TV. Ignorant. TV's more interesting than you. He's the Tokyo sex whale. He doesn't pay attention to us exactly. all the immortals. You know what's even worse? Um, Facebook live stream and the other streams don't show the names. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, for anybody, no, for anybody looking and listening, Stefan's name on this that he's put himself as <laughs> is Tokyo sex whale. We didn't it's, just randomly do it. Sexawale. Is that because it doesn't have a H after the W? So oh, no, Sexawale. No, it's the guy's name. He wanted to be president of FIFA a few years back. Because it's Stefan, that's why he's done that. Yeah. Does somebody ask, ask why? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, I was just thinking about and then Jay just started and I didn't know how to change my name, which is what I was trying to do when I ruined the start of the podcast. 
And then Jay decided to destroy the start of the podcast himself by somehow messing up the entire recording. Yes. No, that was the first time. It went well that time. So blame Jay. Yeah, yeah blame Jay. Me. It was going well, and then he fucked it, and we had to start again, and then I fucked it up, and it's Jay's fault. Shall I see if I can find any other strange deaths on here? Uh, yes. There's a, there's a uh, TV man program um, a while ago on Discovery. It was on Netflix as well. I was really happy when I put it on Netflix. Um, basically, it was called A Thousand Ways to Die. I used to watch it, and it done the cool little graphic. Yeah. Of, like, the x-ray car of how they died and shit. And there was, like, a guy that managed to nail gun himself through his own eyeball and someone who was doing the stupid bouncy hydraulic low rider thing, and then the, the car, that, like, that- jumped on top of them and shit. And... There was a neighbour that um, jumped over her neighbor, her neighbour's lawn and ate the manure that he yeah. for the pants. But turns out the manure was his own shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to love that programme. I, what I used to watch on? I'm sure it was on, like, I don't know. I don't know what it was on. Ooh. Kyle says, ooh, this is not good when Kyle says, ooh. For anybody who doesn't like reading books, he has a librarian who suicided under the influence of poets. Oh, God. Okay, that's not a thing. In 1833, a London newspaper carried a grim report of a suicide in the French city of Marseille. It would be the French, wouldn't it? The unfortunate chap, Monsieur Hollingsworth... So the least French name, Hollingsworth, along with Monsieur, uh, had taken his life while (laughs) under the influence of poets. A librarian by profession, Hollingsworth was of a melancholy temperament, possessed of an ardent imagination, and, like those individuals to whose steps he followed, of a poetic turn of mind. Hollingsworth took his life around midnight on Tuesday, September 3rd. According to reports from the scene, the pistol with which he destroyed himself was loaded to the muzzle. Part of, part of his skull was blown against the window with such force as to break the glass. A piece of his cheek with the moustache on it was found sticking against the wall. <laughs> there's, easier, there's easier ways to stick a moustache to a wall. <laughs> So he managed to blow his face off and stick his moustache to a wall, all because he was under the influence of poets. <laughs> right, so he didn't kill him, he killed himself with a gun, not with a port. So that was a lie. Yeah, but disappointed. It's, it's supposedly saying that he killed himself because he was reading poetry and stuff and he felt so melancholy that some shit, basically. So what we're learning is port, don't read poetry, it's dangerous and depressing. And I've got another French one from 1835 where a madman tried to kill the French king with 20 guns at once. He wasn't a madman, he was a genius. <laughs> he was a genius if he was trying that. <laughs> Assassins targeted the French king Louis-Philippe as he reviewed troops in Paris. News of the attempt on the king's life was conveyed by telegram to the French <laughs> ambassador. Uh, what? Telegram? Yes. I, mean, uh, I know they couldn't ring each other in them days, but wouldn't it take a few days for a telegram to get there? He's probably been dead 48 hours by the time they get the message saying he's going to die. 
It's great. The Telegram says, An atrocious act was attempted this morning during the review of the troops. Uh, the king of the French was not touched, although his horse was killed. None of oh. the princes were wounded. The Duke of Treviso was killed. Several guards, aides de camp and national guardsmen were killed or wounded. The deed was committed by weans of an infernal machine placed behind a window. By weans? <laughs> you said by weans of an infernal machine. By means than by fucking weans. It is by weans. It's by weans of an infernal machine. <laughs> Bitch. I'm 99% certain that's what you said. <laughs> the leader of the bizarre assassination was a guy called Giuseppe Marco Fieschi. So it's Giuseppe. He was Italian. It's Giuseppe again. Uh, he was a former soldier and serial thief, and he served several years hard labour in his native Corsica before escaping to Paris. What was his once in, once in the capital, he took up with political radicals and began to plot the king's murder. Uh, he decided not to leave anything to chance, however, and they designed and constructed their infernal machine, a battery of 20 muskets, muskets attached to a wooden frame, all rigged to fire simultaneously. The machine was aimed at the royal party from an elevated window overlooking the Boulevard du Temple. It killed 18 soldiers, including a marshal and former prime minister. And one shot grazed the king's temple. So it didn't manage to succeed in its plan, but it managed to kill 18 other people. It, it, instead of deciding to kill a king by just shooting him normally, or stabbing or anything else, what they decided to do was strap 20 muskets to a piece of wood and fire them all at once. I tell you what, though, 18 out of 20 is not a bad hit rate for muskets. <laughs> That's 18 people that also killed a horse, so it's 18 soldiers and so a horse. So it's 18 out of 20. So only one missed, That's and a, it was the, the one aimed for the king. All right, Why so what I'm getting from this is he's the best marksman in history with a musket, then. <laughs> he is. <laughs> However, the backfiring from the infernal machine also took its toll on the assassin, who was hit in the head with shrapnel and badly burned. He was quickly captured and giving medical att attention, then put on trial for regicide. Him and his two accomplices were guillotined in February 1836, a, so a year later. So he managed to injure himself by burning his face while shooting the damn thing. So then they saved his life and cut his head off. Yeah, that's the most French thing in the world. If he had a white flag, it would be a bit better, you know. Yeah. I just waved it. <laughs> I surrender. By weans of an infernal machine. <laughs> Will you stop fucking going on about that? <laughs> just. Uh. <laughs> and so when you try to gloss over it, and then I didn't say that. <laughs> I don't even know if I did say that. I'm sure I said means. I'm sure, I'm sure you're just mean. thinking of shit. It sounded like weans. <laughs> Do you guys ever think of how, of any weird deaths you would uh, <coughs> accomplish? I sometimes I'm Me. doing stuff that are yeah. questionable and then I'm thinking I'm an idiot for doing this and if it does kill us <laughs> if it does kill you then it's like people are going to be like what the fuck I feel like one day my heart's just going to stop like in the middle of doing right, something it. we'll try to in the middle of doing a shower <laughs> yeah <laughs> mine's going to be the end of a stupid death to be honest like um Hobo history, they had 
that section of, of stupid deaths, it was... Yeah. <laughs> stupid deaths, stupid deaths. I just, as long yeah. as I die by weens of an infernal machine, I'll be happy. <laughs> I'm going to build a fucking infernal machine called weens <laughs> just so I can shoot you with it. Deal. I'll let you. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, the amount of stupid shit we've done in the past, like me climbing on the metal spike and getting stuck via the chin, and just things like that, I'm pretty sure all of us are going to die via the most stupid means in the world. Stupid weens. Stupid weens. (laughs) (laughs) It's not all this stupid. We're making our own dictionary. (laughs) We're changing words. Do you know what it is? From our first podcast we ever did, I did write down at one point all the words were getting wrong and stuff like that so that we can make our own dictionary out of it because we'll fuck up the English language so much. Uh, I I don't know where it all is. I had a notebook as well that was filled with with stuff. I think there was like a page full of words that we either invented or just changed the meaning of. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I had the same. Hey, anyway, I'm going to... Weens is definitely the funniest. Nah, I'm going to move on from one king to another. And this is that it's an English king, King Henry VIII. Kyle was counting lines there. I was was counting the ones. I was counting the dashes. Why do they do the Roman numerals? Just say King Henry VIII if you're doing a news article. You don't need to use the Roman numerals. But uh, yeah, he was arrested... Uh, and then imprisoned for assaulting a, a constable with his walking stick. Uh, when the co- when the police constable was informed he had jailed the King of England, so somehow the constable didn't realise he had jailed the fucking king. ...between America and uh, conspiracy, conspiracy theorists. <laughs> they are talking about how there's a food, apparently a food source um, shortage. So if they've got the highest rate of people in prison and if so worried about food so like being sort of food that's just a solution jay being very matter of fact there there's a solution there just eat your prisoners yeah if you, apparently go to land of thief and free your free, free your prisoners by eating them just make sure they're not addicts otherwise you might catch something that's true. Also, no, you probably catch something like, anyway. They've got a shit ton of people in death row that have been waiting for years just to be killed. You know, yeah, yeah. But isn't it like ninety percent of people on death row never actually see the, that execution because they just appeal and appeal and appeal and appeal and appeal until they die of old age? Yeah, or the fact so, which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. If you're sentenced to death and you're put on death row, surely that should mean you've got a week to live. Oh, Kyle, so, no, so I, I, I would rule it. You've got a week to live. To live. And you have to count down those seven days. I found the best one. I can't remember what state it was in. I think it was Texas or something like that, but it was in America somewhere. There was a guy on death row, and he was like a week to his execution, right? And there was evidence. um, I was a knife or something that they found at the crime scene. So he set like uh, an appeal to say DNA test that, and the DNA tested it, and it was his fingerprints. I mean, what a way to make sure. <laughs> I know. You also got to think at the fact that um, a lot of people in death row never see the daylight of their execution. It's because there's a lot of um, inhumane practices about being killed in prison, apparently. So the, so the legal system has an issue with inhumane practices during the execution of said prisoner on death row. Yeah. I mean, I have a question which is technically imprisoning someone 
is humane in of itself, but also half of the crimes that get you onto death row. In fact, I'm pretty sure all of the crimes that get you onto death row are inhumane acts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So for me, uh, the the most the most heinous of crimes would be like murder as a serial killer. So if you've ended someone's life, first of all, can we just, regardless of the country or anything like that, the, the penalty should be proportionate. So if you kill someone, that's like, there's, there's people that, um, they'll kill people that are like in their twenties or in their teens or kids or whatever. And it's like, but then they'll serve, especially in this country, you, if you behave, you're out after like five, six years. Right, so if you kill someone, if you take the average lifespan of your country, so say for the UK, I don't know what it is, but say for argument's sake, it's eighty. I, I think right? it's. I think it is like yeah. eighty you kill someone. That. And you, yeah. So and you kill someone that's twenty, right? That is sixty years short of the average lifespan. So there should be no way on this earth that you get out a day before you served sixty years, regardless of appeals or anything like that, because that's how much you've shortened their life by on average. Do you know what I mean? I think that's a way to do it. I think that would be a very good way to do it. And it's actually really logical because it is very much you're paying for the amount of life you took. But it also means like if you kill a 79 year old, you're only going to spend one year in prison. I know of uh, someone who was killed in a car accident by someone who was a drink driver. um, And that was two years ago, I think. And uh, out now. Yeah. Um, and it might not have been purposely like they might not have walked up and stopped the person or strangled them or something, but you still killed them. And yeah. she was less, she wasn't 20. She was in her teens. I mean, how ridiculous is that? Yeah. I mean, I think eating them is a good idea if you can make sure they're clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck's sake, Kyle. Is Jordan still watching? Because I know he hasn't participated in... Uh, probably, he's probably asleep now. <laughs> probably. Jordan, if you're there, because I've seen you posted on the live stream on Facebook, and you've been posting on the live stream on Riverside.fm. No, I ain't. Right. Would you eat a human if we make it look like a sausage or a chicken nugget? He definitely would. If we got, like, a finger and put it in a sausage skin. What we're saying, Jordan, is someday we're not going to tell you, but we're going to feed you a human. Do you know that uh, what, what I was going to say before was apparently, apparently, uh, the the problem with being a cannibal, if you like, I mean, other than the fact that he's 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 know. come up into the chat in Riverside immediately, going, nope. <laughs> uh, apparently, once you do get a taste for human flesh, it's like no meat compares. Like it's better than anything else. That's apparently a problem with cannibalism. And that's how you. It's meant it to be. Hi- it's meant to be highly addictive or something. But it's possibly yeah. because it, it's like there's something linked to it where it makes you go insane. So it's probably just the insanity. There is. Um, th- there yeah, was a trend. Concerned for our own mental st- um, health and our own like stabilization. I don't know where the hell I'm going. With stability. <laughs> yes, that's the word. Stability. <laughs> I'm too tired for this. To the point where. A lot of our podcast episodes, if you listen back, does revolve around cannibalism. Especially our serial killer one. I mean, yeah, we had two episodes dedicated to serial killing where I sounded like I was literally ready to slit someone's throat within the next five minutes of recording that. We also had one where we extensively spoke about the Queen being a cannibal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will say... I'm fine. Uh, I don't know if Jay's frozen or not. He looks like he's frozen. Oh no, there we go. He's, he's frozen there. in real life, not just on the video. <laughs> yeah. It's my uh, thoughts going. I'm just getting like. Jordan has popped in saying, We are all disturbing individuals, that's why. <laughs> yes, we <laughs> are. Not, 
it's 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 not um we're disturbing it's just like we all have a morbid curiosity humanity is naturally born with hu- morbid curiosity. curiosity and a lot of people do act on tendencies but like some of us are sane enough like oh no we know it's wrong but we're not going to do it yeah it's like i know it's wrong to say that um, I know it's wrong to go out and kill someone. Doesn't mean I'm not going to be curious and research exactly how would be the best way to torture said person until they screamed for their life. Yeah, we know it's wrong to kill it, people. Doesn't mean we're not going to. <laughs> no, we know it's wrong to do it. We just it, it doesn't mean we're going to stop research. It's like when it's like the murder TV shows and stuff. You know that murder and all that sort of stuff's wrong, but you'll still watch TV shows where it's like they're investigating like the Yorkshire Ripper or something like that, and it's these terrible things, and they'll go into great gory detail and show you every single detail. You know it's wrong, but you're still interested to see every single detail. Because it's all about morbid curiosity. It's not... Yeah. It's just there to satisfy our morbid curiosity because like, we find it interesting for some reason. We are like, satisfying our hubris. Yes. Um, like, Isn't that your funny one? <laughs> could be. Um, basically, if you just go back... If you can if you meet anyone in the street, you'll be like, hey, um, do you ever think about killing someone? And the majority of people, nine times out of ten, will go, yes, I have thought about killing someone, but I'm never going to do it. We all have that slight fantasy of, like, this person's a bit of a knob or dickhead and we would fancy killing them, but we never kill them. I mean, I feel because like you would all- have to add into the disclaimer when you ask that person, don't worry, we're not going to tell anybody we're not the police. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I think most people, if you just walked up yeah, to someone and said, have you ever thought about killing someone? I think everybody would go, no. It doesn't sound like you're the police. It sounds like you're trying to hire a hitman in the worst way possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever thought about killing someone? Yes. Well, yeah, I'm sick of him. <laughs> Jordan, think, yes, we do laugh at the deaths of horror movies. You, you've brought up a bit of a point there for horror films. This is why <laughs> horror films, drama, and a lot of serial killer documentaries are like at the top peak of um, trending, is because it fills our morbid curiosity to the point where we can sit down and be satisfied watching it and understanding how things are done and seeing these kind of grotesque, uh, grotesque details. Grotesque. I can't speak English. You're combining gruesome and grotesque and saying grotesque. Grotesque, yes. It's a new it's word. It's grotesque this, details. This is what they're taking off their dictionary. It is. <laughs> right down. The goose text. Goose text. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but like where else are going this it's just it's the fact as, as a need of humans yeah because oh. if you look at humanity we are not very sociable people and we're not meant to be socialized in a society it's just years and years and years of like the world evolving around us our subcore like prime prime evil what's the word I'm not helping you. You can get it. <laughs> no. Basically, be- basically, because when we were a caveman, we had to combine together to be able to survive. It sort of yeah. stuck in our genes to be in groups. It's her. It's her, it's herd, herd mentality. Herd mentality. Yeah. It's we yeah. we've just, we've Instinct, made ourselves. Our instincts are to be in small groups. The issue with modern day society is that we're basically forcing ourselves to be in larger groups because it's 
become the to become what we have to do in society now. We have to form these larger groups. <laughs> I thought Jordan's put in chat. We are all hermits. I thought I glanced across and it's quite small on my screen. I thought he said we're all helmets. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, oh, I God. think we'll need them after this podcast. We'll have hitmen after we're twenty guns. <laughs> I don't think the hitmen of twenty guns will be after us. I think we'll have them um, on all our doors. I'll dress up like the king. Pick, I'll be the only one that survives. Jackets, and we're gonna end up hugging ourselves in a very nice sponge room. Kaya likes the sponge room. He wants to go there. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if we got some reli- some highly religious people appear and all complain and just saying, "How dare you! This is not this is not what God wants" or something. In, in all fairness, our counter argument to that um, statement is: God does want murder. He even the Bible states to sacrifice and to kill people. You can't. And people, anyone who denies it, look at that guy who killed his son Isaac. He but, killed his uh, son th- to God. All you need to do is look at the Old Testament. Don't look at the New Testament, which was changed, because somehow you decided to change your religious texts a few hundred years after the originals were written. You can't make a sequel to a religious text, bud. You can't. It's not how it works. Christians do so you can. But yeah, um... Anyway, I'm going to jump back to cannibalism because I found something interesting here. Uh, a form of cannibalism was popular in modern Europe... Uh, in the 17th century, and it? it it could be as late as the second half of the 19th century. Was it so eating criminals? It's quite recent. It is sort of. Um, it was the consumption of body parts or blood for med- for medical purposes. Um, e- oh, even yeah. even during the second half of the 19th century, some peasants attending an execution are recorded to have rushed forwards and scraped the ground with their hands that they might collect some of the bloody earth, mm-hmm. which they subsequently crammed in their mouth in hope that they m- that it might get rid of their disease because it was seen as a way to cleanse your disease by consuming the healthy blood of others type thing yeah yeah but it's an ironic when you go for a flu shot uh, but the disease in you but a low strain for your antibodies to defend against what do you mean ironic well back in those days I thought if we ate the healthy then we'd be healthy eat the healthy (laughs) he's healthy eat The blood of the healthy, not eat the healthy. Yeah, yeah. But like, mm. well, no, it, it stands to reason that if them, if that, if if that blood on a, on a primitive level, thinking in that terms, then the if that blood was healthy and had antibodies to fight disease better than your own, then it stands to reason that on a basic level, kind of makes sense. I mean, I know it's not how biology works, but. Mm-hmm. Well, in in um, but um, drill holes in each of us heads to relieve headaches. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that works. You don't get a headache when you're dead. To be honest, in 2003, uh, a publication did receive a large amount of press attention when it suggested that early humans may have practiced extensive cannibalism, and there's a very good reason for it. Um, the, no, there's genetic markers commonly found in modern humans worldwide that suggests that many people carry a gene that evolved as protection against brain diseases that can spread by consuming human brain tissue. Because they carry this gene that protects them from it, it's basically theorized that they must have gained some sort of immunity from it. And you, how do you usually gain immunity? By slowly eating 
whatever helps cause it. So like if you've got the belladonna plant, you can slowly gain immunity to its poison by slowly upping the dose every time you have a bit and making sure that you don't fully kill yourself. It's sort of the same thing. They would eat, it's theorized that they basically our ancestors used to eat small portions of like human meat, especially if there was a famine, a lot of, a lot of countries and civilization and stuff. If there's been famines, they turn to cannibalism in order to survive. So it's entirely possible that our ancestors did that in order to survive. And because of that, there are some people that have a magical gene inside their head, which stops them from getting certain brain diseases, which would be caused by eating human flesh. So some people might be able to be cannibals and be perfectly fine. So not everyone has magical gene in their head. Not everybody. It says many people, but it doesn't say all. So I'm assuming it's not complete. Uh, But apparently the research research was being carried out by explorers, uh, seafarers and escaped convicts and stuff. So uh, it was... Um, it came from instance of cannibalism with export explorers, stranded seafarers, escaped convicts, stuff like that. It, the research was more based on that than cannibalism civilizations or local cultures such as the ones in, where is it, New Guinea and places like that. So there's some ish, like questions about whether it's complete. Hmm. But honestly, I think it all makes sense because you do gain immunity from diseases and stuff like you said by injecting yourself with a little bit of the disease if you want to make yourself get this gene that helps to prevent that surely that would be the way to do it it is a quite an interesting theory to think about to be honest yeah i mean i like theories like that even if even if it's like un even if it's unproven or questioned or anything. Jordan said was it's it in Russia? Still quite quite uh, interesting. And Jordan, it was in Europe. It just said Europe, so no. Europe. Or possibly yes. Possibly a combination of both. Well 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 That's a lot of water. <laughs> it is. Right. I have a brief thought on my brain, so my Google history is going to look so fucking weird. Great. I'm going to, like, share my screen, so... We've told you, don't share your screen when you're on the dodgy websites, Jay. Yeah. I'm not on dodgy websites. I don't visit dodgy websites. No, you just make them instead. (laughs) I, I I just end up making them, mate. Don't oh, just wait for to report here. Yeah. Maybe half an hour. <laughs> you will not know if we force fed you a human. He doesn't like pork. <laughs> he likes sausages, though, doesn't he? That's <laughs> true. Uh, so we're going to make some human two, sausages for you. Going back to two episodes ago, of um, after titled Jordan becomes our bait. Jordan is going to taste like chicken, like pork, to us. He is. Yes, very well. I wonder I how. Like, I don't like pork. Is it going to be like a really fatty pork, or is it going to be actually like? <laughs> this is the thing. Is, no, this is the thing. No, all right, could you, could you, could you make human crackling? 
Oh, actually, that's that is quite interesting because because you you do Sicko. have the fat reserves and everything. You do have human fat. Would it be the same as the animal fat, where you can turn it into crackling? Right. What's your favorite pork dish? Uh, pro- probably pulled pork. Pull no. It's either a Sunday roast, a pork Sunday roast, or it's pulled pork sandwiches with gravy and stuffing. Right. You can't you can't go wrong with a pulled pork sandwich, right? I agree not. Barbecue pulled pork. Barbecue I'm not too keen on barbecue pulled pork. It's usually too sweet. <laughs> honey roasted barbecue pulled pork sandwich, right? And that's what we're going to make Jordan into. <laughs> Should we make a spit? And just Stop. shove a stick up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, Kyle, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that, I think that would be... I mean, it would be funny to see Jordan like that, but... <laughs> <laughs> On a spit. Yeah. <laughs> we'll love you, Jordan. Friend. This is our friend we're talking about. He's just not going to fuck off in the chat anyway. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's even worse, right? The fact if Jordan ever goes missing... <laughs> we're going to be suspects number one, <laughs> two, and three. <laughs> we're going to be spend so much time in the police station. <laughs> so we heard on your podcast, on your live shows, you were going to turn him into a pork sandwich. What did you have for dinner last night? We found pork, pork. in your freezer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they just test with stomach contents. They would have to get to his stomach contents first, and that's the worrying part. <laughs> What do you mean? That's the worrying part, Kyle. What comes out of your ass? I know, but like, if you're going to test someone's stomach contents, you want to do it properly. Just cut open the stomach, shove your hand in there, and pull out whatever's in there. Uh, no. And this is why Kyle doesn't work for forensic investigations. <laughs> this is why Kyle is not Do it like you do it like you do with animals when you when you st- you when don't you're do with animals. animals. You get a stool sample. They get a stool sample off you to test your stomach contents. It depends when you when you when you go for like sharks and stuff. You usually cut it open, and just go in its stomach. What do you mean? Mm, you go for sharks? Sure. What are you talking about? Where the sharks taste like chicken. Where was the last time you went to the doctor's with a stomach ache and be like, "Oh, we want a stew sample to see what you've been eating"? Did it like just cut you open and pulled out, pulled out half your intestines and your stomach well, to see what they were going to? They were going to, but then they realised he wasn't a shark because that apparently makes a difference. <laughs> 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 last uh, last time I went to the doctors, I came out with suspected cancer. So, no, I think the last. Time I thought I last time you went to the doctors was because you passed out. No, I, I didn't. Oh go no, to that was after that. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was after that, and it was. Yeah, so I don't know if it was. No, yeah, it it was sort of at the same time because I I asked about that at the same time that I asked about the other thing. But yeah, you know, I was you know I was like thought, Stefan. What? Yeah. Was... Right, you know how we keep saying Kyle is in a part of this world or Kyle's from somewhere else? Yeah. Kyle's just dropped himself into shit, yeah. Why? He, 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 it's like his people <laughs> rip each other's <laughs> stomach open. His, no, sharks. Uh, yeah, his people, when they find a shark, they'll thrust their fist into, the, into its stomach and rip its stomach out and see what it's been eating. <laughs> I mean, why the fuck not? <laughs> I mean, many reasons. Ethically Ashley too. has comment on the live stream on Facebook saying, to be fair, I think Jordan would be happy enough to be made into sausages. No, he wouldn't. He, Jordan's not a great believer I, in you or what you mean. 
Uh, <laughs> he says, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've got your bark, Jordan. I'm still going to eat it. But... In all fairness, it seems like he's here, right? You know, the silence and just the slight comments. <laughs> no, he's basically, <laughs> honestly, he's talking more in chat than he is in the normal live stream at the minute. This is the most he talked. This is the most he actually talked during a podcast. I know. No, when he was hosting, he talked more. But that was because yeah, he, he had we forced him to. That's because we forced him to find topics and host. And if he didn't, he was going to be made into a poor pork sandwich. Right, so he's going to have to talk more. He's turning into Arnie. He says, I'll be back. Next week. Not to be no poor pork sawney by then. Can you imagine if the Terminator did that? Just, I'll be back next week. Oh, I'm really, really hungry now. Because you've been talking about food. We should stop talking about food. I want to go downstairs and grab like 10 bowls of cereal. <laughs> I had pizza before I came on. I had fish and chips. Homemade fish and chips. Um, Kyle, next time. I had spaghetti bolognese, but I'm still food. hungry. Uh, okay, uh, this is to do with the Russians, because Jordan mentioned the Russians earlier, and I am the Russian. So this is, you remember how we played chess against each other, and it, it got a little bit heated on occasion, but it was mostly just Jordan making formations, me and you versing each other, and we never really argued or anything, it was all quite sportsmanship and sportsmanly. Chess is banned it, at any Russian Arctic research station, Sorry, Antarctica Research Station. Because in 1959, two scientists at you a Vostok station... Uh, were play- oh, no, you didn't. No, Sorry. I didn't, no. I, was, I did something about Antarctica, about yeah. the fact that there was a guy who was on Tinder and found a match. <laughs> Such a, I you? remember that. I was driving home from London that day. Yeah. But no, um, this is the one where Ru- Russian... Russian research stations have banned chess because two scientists were playing it and the loser snapped and and murdered his opponent with an axe. Well, yeah, when when it's cold, when it's cold, you know, you get short-tempered, don't you? It's not short-tempered. It's just been, like, being shit at losing. Like, how bad... Yeah, but, Jay, I'm a notoriously bad loser. I've never killed someone because they've beat us. I mean, it it is it's it's part of it. One, you are a bit of a bad loser at times, yes, and two, two, the, the Jordan. But I'm not yet, killed you yet. Jordan, yes, I do fancy playing chess at some time. I want to see you make your formations again. We should do four, like the four way chess thing we were planning on doing, where we just stream us playing chess against each other on four person chess board. That'd be on Twitch. And uh, I wonder if we can do Sheldon Cooper's fucking three D chess or four D chess, whatever it was. Possibly, 4D, wasn't it? And for, fourth, uh, it's part of an article uh, talking about the how the Antarctic isolation affects the mines, because because you're in like isolated living conditions and you're in the coldest, worst weather and temperatures in like the entire world. Well, it can make it, it, it makes yeah. it makes like the stress level and morale and everything just completely sapient make you lose your ability to do your job so that so, so psychologists are basically looking for ways to reduce stress as much as possible and apparently one of the issues with the isolation and stuff is that it gives you isolation madness and it can cause you to lose certain temperaments so if you were a very fun and happy-go-lucky guy chances are you spend long enough in Antarctica, you will become a miserable git who will kill someone for looking at you sideways. This explains why everyone in England is so much of a miserable cunt. 
Yeah. That's I mean, missable. Speak for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I you mean, did say missable. As it as it says, darkness can last for half the year at Antarctic stations, which is one of the many factors that are attributed to it because loads of people need the sunlight apparently. And uh, I know, but it, it also says like it it <laughs> brings out a very good point of if you're stuck there with somebody you really can't stand. Too bad you're with them twenty four hours a day basically, and if you're missing someone who's like back home. You're not going to see them, and the best you can do is maybe a video call. And that's if everything's going the right way, because communication to the outpost is really shit. It's one of the most dull places to live because everything's done to minimise construction and all this sort of stuff. So you're on the bare minimum, like for everything. So when I said I'm a bad loser, but I've never killed anyone yet, Jordan put a chat. You've probably been close. <laughs> Honestly, quite possibly. <laughs> Not that bad, guys. You are. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I mean, this thing, it, under, it says, uh, under it's these conditions, some people thrive by developing a sense of solidarity and teamwork. Others may become t- depressed and change their behaviour. Examples are one station cook began serving unpalatable meals to his crewmates after a love affair with a co-worker went sour until the group revolted and frightened him back into line. In an extreme case, at Russia's <laughs> Vostok station, a scientist became unhinged after losing game of chess and murdered his opponent with an axe. It's definitely chess, Kyle. Chess was subsequently yeah. banned at the stations. Um, no comment, Kyle. The Concordia station, operated by France and Italy, is one of the research yeah, sites for the psychologists uh, and is very isolated. It's located in a place with really bad weather and low atmospheric oxygen because of the high altitude where a uh, there are about a dozen people there in the winter, and once a week, staff have to read and record a standardised short story and an oral dictionary, which they share with researchers via the internet. And it's basically to help things such as analyse the voices, the tone, pitch, all that sort of stuff, and make sure that they haven't gone a bit dull alley. But, but presumably, they're allowed to play chess. Yeah, it's just the Russian stations that have banned it. Because they can't lose, they neither of them can lose a chess because the Italians will just change their mind about what side they're on. The French will give up before the end. Yeah, but no, it, I find it quite interesting. The whole it literally says that some people will thrive in isolation and everything because you'll I just get like down right. and do your work. I think I'd, I think we do quite well there. We just get uh, knuckled down, do the work. I but I think, think we'll on the other well, hand, but we wouldn't. Yeah, we, I think. We'll, uh, sorry, go on. It's fine. I think on the other hand. If we were stuck with each other 24 hours a day, we would probably end up getting sick to death of each other yeah. and probably throw axes at each other just for fun. Yeah, so if we could get a bit of space between each other and just, like, have some time to ourselves, then, yeah, we'd be fine in the isolation thing. But, yeah, but having said that, though, it would be worse with other humans because I'd get more pissed off. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Would I? I'd, I'll admit, I'd probably get more pissed off with people that I don't know. Because with you guys, I know that I can sort of vent my anger, and you wouldn't take it. To, you wouldn't take it to heart. Like I could tell you to completely fuck off, leave us alone, and just sit in my room and be silent. But I know that you guys would just take that as I need space. Meanwhile, strangers might think of it as me personally insulting them and saying, "Might just I can't deal with you." Yeah, but that's it. But then on the other hand, with a stranger and they're doing something that's blatantly pissing you off, are you going to be like, "Mm, okay, well, they don't really know as they're learning. Whereas with you guys, I'm like, you fucking know I don't like that. I'm going to shove it up your ass. (laughs) Yeah. 
And Jordan, you are not a good loser. Stop saying Jordan that. is the worst loser. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan used to say we'll all kill each other. I think we'd. I think that the only we all have a sort of thing of we know that what each other's sort of strengths would be, so we'd know that we couldn't kill each other. But we would fantasize about it, and we'd probably end up making stupid equipment just to see if we could. I just realised Jay's gone as he went to kill Jordan. Possibly. <laughs> I feel like if we were to kill each other in like an isolated research station, it would be in the most spectacular way in the world because we've spent a year isolated there, and we've spent the entire year building some fantastical machine. It would. That be is stupid. just completely stupid and bullshit, and should not. Exists and defies the laws of physics, but somehow still Die works. by weeds of fantastical machine. <laughs> so will we? Um, Jordan, just uh, because you're a very good loser at certain things doesn't mean you're a good loser. That just means you're a good loser at one or two things. Also, which one or two things? Because you've never been a good loser at anything. So you can't say you're a good loser and that you wouldn't kill someone and threaten to kill Kyle at the same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jay's uh, yeah. still listening to the stream he's just busy doing something in the background so it's all good, yeah. we'll just continue as normal if a fight would break out, we'd all kill each other the last two left would probably throw axes at each other at the same time I feel like we take up axe catching like you know you know, <laughs> the, the, you throw axes yeah. at each other and see if you can catch it I feel like that would be one of the hobbies we pick up when we're sick of chess and cards and stuff, we'd just start throwing stuff at each other and trying to catch it and gradually going up. The logical <laughs> thing would be gradually go up steps, so go from pens to notebooks to like heavier and heavier things until eventually we get to axes. We just get sharper but things. <laughs> no, knowing us, we would just either get sharper things, so it would go from like a nice little like a pencil or something to like a scalpel to a fucking knife <laughs> to a fucking axe, or we would just start lobbing axes at each other one day, just out of nowhere. Yeah, probably. Just Kyle go out and do some firewood. Okay, throws an axe at us to make us catch it so I can do it. <laughs> Sticks at the door beside you and then takes your fucking head off. Yeah. Hey, what else do you have for this week? <laughs> I have, uh, you know Uranus, the butt of every schoolyard joke. Yeah, I know my literally. own Uranus very well, yes. So I Uranus, the, the poor planet who is the butt of many jokes. Uh, the... It gets a lot of fun for its name. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, it wasn't always called that. It used to be called a very yeah. less unfortunate name. Uh, it used to be called George. Oh, I knew about this because I wanted to be called George again. Did I not bring this up ages ago? So I don't if, know. I did, if I didn't bring it up, I found out ages ago that Uranus used to be called George. And I wanted the petition to bring it back, but I couldn't remember if I brought it up or not. I can't I remember sure if you did or not. Like, I think Mars should be like Jeff. But yeah, it, 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 was, it was called George. It was named after... Uh, to honour... Yeah, it was because King George re rewarded Herschel yeah. for dis his discovery by appointing him as the official court astronomer. So, at, And at the request of the king, he moved closer to the royal family so that they could use the tel telescopes to look at the sky um, so to honour his royal boss he named the planet 
the discovered planet uh, Georgium Cedus, which is Latin for the star or this planet of George. Other astronomers didn't like how English centric the name George was, so they suggested alternatives. French what, scientists called French scientists called the planet Herschel after the, the discoverer. German astronomer Johann Bode, Bode's suggestion of Uranus became whoa, the most whoa, whoa, whoa. popular. Hold on, hold on. So the uh, it's called Uranus because they're German. No, no, he named it after he named it, he named it after George, right? After the King the George, French, yeah. Yes, and the French were like, "No, you can't name it that. That's that's ridiculous." And then said, "Name it after the guy who discovered it," which is fair enough because a lot of planets are. But literally, just called it his name. So it wasn't the fact that they didn't want it to just be a normal name. It's the fact that they just didn't want it to be English. Yeah. So they just called it Herschel. Typical <laughs> French, and you say we're sore losers. Yep. But then a German astronomer, apparently somehow his suggestion of Uranus became popular. Um, Bode named the planet after Uranus, the ancient Greek mythical god, to fit with the convention of naming planets after deities of, from classical mythology. Makes sense. Uh, officially, though, Uranus was known as Georgium Cetus for nearly 70 years until 1850, when Her, Majest- Her Majesty's nautical... Almanac office or HM now finally changed the name to Uranus. Hmm. Uh, so I didn't yeah, know well, that there was going to be a playground like joke of oh Uranus is going to be a, an acronym for your ass. Well, another term, another term for your ass. I, f- I kind, I kind of feel like. When the German was suggesting it, the reason it, puk- it picked up a lot of momentum was because the Germans probably didn't realise the pun, but every other country did. And it's quite possible every other country was just like, yeah, Germany, call it that, call it that. And the Germans had no idea why. Well, to be fair, the the German for your arse isn't going to be called Uranus, is it? True. Actually, that's the thing. What is German for arse? What's German for anus? Google Translate. <laughs> Google Translate. Uh, is that what it is? It's like, oh, it's like a weird spelling. It's like, oh. No. Uh, anus, from German to English, is... Go on. Anus. <laughs> it doesn't so change. They knew what they were doing. <laughs> anus. It goes anus. So it's Uranus. <laughs> Well, they do, some people do call it Uranus. So, yeah, it, it's lit- German for anus is just anus. So, yeah, it didn't anus. change much. So, I don't know how they didn't realise it. I'm assuming it's just because everybody likes the fact that all of the previous planets were named after gods and he named it after a god. But I think, I feel like yeah. he could have picked a better god. Nah, I mean, all, I would have preferred it if a pl- I would have preferred it if a planet was called Hades. Can we call the sun Hades because it's on fire? No. No, we're just like gonna make a petition. Maybe named the sun's name. flat. What? The sun's. I've been looking at conspiracy theories. Okay, I'm. I'm intrigued. Tell us about how. The Apparently, sun. one of the conspiracy theories by yeah. an American, obviously. Is is this American also a flat earther? Is he just? Does he just believe every planet is flat? <laughs> I don't know. No, because no, she represented well, she, in our video, represented in our video the Earth by using an apple and saying, as the Earth rotates, the sun basically rotates around it, but used a CD as the sun and went, but the sun is flat, and basically, yeah. 
So we only ever see one one side. We, the, yeah, the logic is we only ever see one side of the sun because it's it a is flat, flat disc and it rotates on Earth's axis rather than on its own axis. So it rotates on Earth's axis so that that one side, i.e., the silver side of the CD disc, is always facing Earth. So that's all we ever see. It's literally like me going and saying, "This is the this is the sun. This and, is the Earth," and you just permanently see one face because the the Earth's going around it, and it's just and doing that. Yeah, it, but the Earth is flat, not a, a bubbly thing. A wobble bubble. The Earth's an oblate spheroid. It's not a perfect sphere. It's squished slightly at the poles. Yeah, but the Earth isn't flat, now, is it? It's not flat, but it's not round either, really. But I mean, it's rounder it, than what people say. The oh yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Is. <laughs> it's not just you're going to fall off the edge of the Earth. Just because maps have border lines does not mean the Earth does. Yes, it does. That's where you fall off. That's where pro- that's probably where half of the old school conspiracy theories came from is the fact that people didn't have globes they just had flat maps. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a reason to that. <laughs> Someone was asking earlier if I had pets. Jay's has just arrived. Yeah, Jay's cat agrees with me. <laughs> My cat is upset at people thinking the Earth's flat. And the flat. It is. It's not, but the sun is. You can't Nothing's prove it wrong. Flat. You can't, you can't. Have you ever been to the sun? No, I'm flat. Kyle, have you ever been to the sun? Flat. <laughs> <laughs> You've never been to the sun, so you can't prove it wrong. It's nothing to do with the fact that we've got pictures of a Trump space that shows a fucking ball. That's irrelevant. <laughs> Doesn't even the Greek mythology of Icarus say yeah. that it's not? That say that it's a bloody round. Is, is Icarus sky. is the one that tried to fly at the sun, isn't he? Yeah, he's the one that made he, that made he feathers uh, that made uh, feathers and wings from feathers and oil and stuff, and the the sun burnt them off. He never got there, but he got pretty, he must have gotten pretty fucking close. Also means if <laughs> the moon to burn them off, feet, if the moon landed feet, the moon could be flat as well. That's true. I mean, I feel like I feel like anybody who says like the anybody who says the Earth is flat just hasn't looked far enough on like a city. <laughs> yeah, like I'll, just look at city. It's not even level. There's hills. So that's a clue. Look at the cityscapes. You can see the curvature of the Earth if you look at a, if you look at like a cityscape from far enough. You can see the fucking curvature. It's not the coach. It's just the whole point. Like people like try to prove the Earth is flat so much on YouTube and other soft like and other like fucking social media and that. But they always end up de- deproving, like debunking themselves. <laughs> deep, don't deprove yourself. Deep, deep. Don't deprove yourself. Don't. I mean, do uh, actually, if you are a flat earther, do deprove yourself because <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. It's like that tweet the flat earthers said when they were on about something and they used the word around, and then what? someone immediately tweeted, Now apply that logic to the earth, and you bang on. <laughs> what, 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 why why like, are we? It's like the flat earth society posted on it on the Facebook saying, Oh, we have a million supporters around the globe and the yeah was repeat that but slowly 
Yeah. <laughs> That's the one I was trying to remember. <laughs> That's the fucker. It's like, yeah, just you've defied your own logic there. Just read it slower. Let it no, sink Kyle. in. Deproved. <laughs> Deproved. <laughs> Deproved. <laughs> uh, I'm not sorry, Jay. I'm not going to pretend I am. I mean, some conspiracy theories I absolutely love. Some of them I adore and I think they're absolutely fantastic. But others, you just kind of just want to punch them in the face. <laughs> yeah, well. Some are just so obviously stupid. Uh, I'm trying to find me next. What's even worse is like to try to say, oh, I've got scientific proof that the Earth is flat. I was like, yeah, you, yet you're trying to prove science. Yeah. Trying to prove, disprove millennia of science. Even the ancient Greeks managed to figure out how the Earth's not flat. And the ancient Greeks. The ancient Greeks, Greeks, the Greeks. Yeah. <laughs> you went, you, Jay, God. Greece, Greece the Greeks. <laughs> you also called them the Asian Greeks. <laughs> the Asian Greasy Greeks. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, uh, today is not my day. I wouldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to admit, the bloody, like, Egyptians and Greeks and everything, they, they've... Are they the Asian Egyptians? People, the ones? <laughs> people cannot as like I love it when people say, "Oh, everybody in the past was like Domo, like we're smarter now than we ever were, and all that sort of stuff." It's like people built the pyramids perfectly aligned <laughs> with perfect fucking angles, and all they had was a stick and a string. Fuck off! <laughs> you cannot say we have gotten smarter just because we've gained things such as technology and stuff. We've made advancements yet, but I doubt we've I gotten think, smarter. I don't think humanity's got smarter. Is the whole point that we allow these special people to have opinions, and then and then other places deprive them, such as getting stuck in just like society. Society likes to bash down genius. Unfortunately, bash down genius. It's the, if you turn, if you come up to me and say, "Oh, the Earth's flat." Then I'm not gonna I'm gonna bash you down, but it's not bashing down genius. No, I'm I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like if if like it it's been proven in history quite a lot that like if someone is extremely smart and they'll have these like massive theories, people will immediately try and disprove the theories as much as possible. Fair enough, that's how we learn if something's actually true, by trying to disprove it as much as possible. But at the same time, like a lot of geniuses are basically like bullied into conforming with society because it's not the way other people think. I'm a very stable genius. It's not being bullied into into it if you're saying the Earth's flat. It's it's just been told no. No, I'm I'm not on about I'm not on about flat earthers anymore. I'm just on about like actual geniuses. I'm on about like people like Einstein and things like that where they're actual geniuses. But you know that, like Charles Darwin, all all geniuses, you've you've got the odd famous name that you hear about and stuff, but you can guarantee there would have been millions of other people who had theories and ideas and like genius level intellect that because 
they did because they ended up having to conform to society and do what everybody else was doing and sort of follow the flow. We just never heard of them or never ended up doing anything because they were just beat into submission by society. And it's not exactly beat into submission like physically or anything. It's just they were forced to conform or they ended up having to conform because they didn't want to be discriminated against or anything like that. That's one of the issues is that people don't like things that are different. And a lot of the times different is advancement. Yeah. I don't like it when you go philosophical. <laughs> philosophical. Okay, I'll I'll move I'll move on to um I'll move on to my next topic then for you, which is a guy who symbolizes this channel. Okay. I'm a moron. Uh, no, he's got a 30-second memory. <laughs> it's Jane. <laughs> it's me. This is, this is a British former musicologist, conductor, tenure, and keyboardist who suffers from chronic anetrograde and retrograde amnesia. He lacks the ability to form new memories, like at all, mm. and, and also cannot recall aspects of his previous memories. Well, uh, fre- frequently believing that he has only recently awoken from a comatose state. In, educal, in educational psychology contexts, <laughs> his dual retrograde anterograde amnesia phenomenon is often referred to as a 30-second Clive in reference to his 30-second episode, episodic memory. And he's known to write... Keep a diary, uh, and page after page is just filled with some variation of "now I am awake, I have awoken, I am awake." That sort of thing, because his memory basically erases every thirty seconds, and he can't yeah. remember anything from previously. <coughs> it just is constantly filled with "I am awake, I have awoken." So it's like he's waking up from a coma for the first time every thirty seconds. Can oh, you imagine? A, can you imagine what no. that must be like? I mean, that's awful. That. I mean, a hundred first dates or whatever the fuck it's called with um <laughs> with with fifty first dates, fifty first dates, and with what's his face, where she loses her memory every twenty four hours. That seemed bad enough to most people. This it's must Jay's, be living hell. It's Jay's favorite actor. I fucking hate Adam Sandler. <laughs> For some reason, my brain was going to call him Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Sam Sandler. But no, um, this thing, he he had a music career. Um, In 1968, he founded the Europa Singers of London, an amateur choir specialising in 17th, 18th and 20th century uh, music. Um, And it won critical approval and stuff. Um, Mm. He's... He has actually done loads of good work, but on March uh, March twenty seventh, eighteen eighty five, uh, he was a he was an acknowledged expert in early music at the height of his career with BBC Radio Three. Uh, he contracted herpes viral enterocolitis, a herpes simple simplex virus that attacked his central nervous system. Uh, and since the since that point, he's been unable to store any new memories. He's been unable to associate memories or control his emotions or anything like that. So he's just got unstable moods and just complete amnesia. Um, because of the 
because of this, his memory now only lasts between 7 and 30 seconds. He spends every day waking up every like 7 to 30 seconds, restarting his consciousness once the time span of his short memory elapses. During this time, he repeatedly questions why he has not seen a doctor, as he constantly believes he has only recently awoken from coma from a coma. If engaged in discussion, he's able to provide answers to questions but cannot stay in the flow of a conversation for longer than a few sentences and is angered if That's asked me. about the current situation. That's he know he, Stefan. He, he remembers little of his life well, before eighteen eighty five. Yeah, he, he knows little of his life before 1885. Uh, so he knows, for example, that he has children from an earlier marriage, but he can't remember the names. Uh, he, his life for his second wife, whom he married the year prior to his in illness, is undiminished. He greets her joyously every time they meet, either believing he has not seen her in years or that they have never met before, even though she must have just left the room momentarily. Uh, when he goes out dining with his wife, he can remember the name of food, so he can remember like this is chicken, this is pork, this is beef. But he this can't. Human. But he can't link it with a taste. So if you give him a menu, he can, he'll know that that's chicken, but he won't know what the dish tastes like, even if he's had it a hundred times before. So it it's like eating the food for the first time every time. So in in a sense, that could be quite good if his favourite food is say a chicken pie. And he has chicken pie for the f for like every once like every once in a while. It's the first time he's had the chicken pie, and it's the first time he realizes it's his favorite food again. Yeah, but you wouldn't know it was his favorite food because he wouldn't know what other things taste like. Yeah, but then so you might think, "Oh, that's nice," but then eat something else. <laughs> but you forget that it's your favorite, so you eat something else and think that was your favorite. Yeah. Um, it says, in a diary provided by his caretakers, he, he was encouraged to write his thoughts. And uh, the, examples, the examples that have been taken from his diary is 8.31, now I am really completely awake. 9.06, now I am perfectly overwhelmingly awake. 9.34, now I am superlatively super actually awake. And it's, like, and, and it's like crossed out all the previous entries, so he's basically keeping track of entries and like he's crossing out the previous entry. No. Uh, so yeah, earlier entries are usually crossed out since he forgets having made an entry within minutes and dismisses the writings. He doesn't know how the entries were made or by whom, although he does recognise his own writing. Wishing to record waking up for the first time, he still wrote diary entries in 2007, more than two decades after he started them. It's quite good now he's uh, making date, like, uh, like date entries of like, today I lost my mind, so I might need this, trust this writing, blob, and like... But you know th I mean? there's the thing, a lot of his writing is just, I am awake, I am awake. And it's, he's been doing it since 1985. And he was still, do, he was still writing up the entries in, 2000, in 2007. So he spent two decades writing, I am awake in a book. That must be absolutely soul crushing for, like his wife and children and everything, watching him go through that every day. Imagine how soul crushing that must be. Hmm. So I'm unable to do anything, especially after he's had such a sex, su sex, uh, successful <laughs> life and career. Especially he's, after he's, he's had like, such a sex. <laughs> I mean, he was considered an expert in music. Oh, Kyle. So. Yeah. 
Ain't no offense. I mean, I'll, can, like, I'll, 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 I'll play a prank on him, but like, play uh, like yeah. a, an amazing song like Queen. Like, you wrote this, mate. You wrote this, and uh, you'll not know the next day. But this, this is an amazing part, right? Which I think kind of shows the complexity of the human brain, because even though he forgets everything within 30 seconds, right, he can learn new practices and very few facts, not from episodic memory, but by acquiring very procedural memories through repetition. So, for example, having watched a certain video recording multiple times on successful days, he never had any memory of seeing the video or knowing the contents, but he was able to anticipate certain parts of the content without remembering how he learned them. So if you showed him a movie every single day for like a month, he would be able to, if you showed him a scene, he would be able to tell you what happened next, but he wouldn't know how he knows or he wouldn't know exactly what happens, but he would be able to anticipate what's going to happen because he's seen it so many times it gets ingrained in him so you can so it's like it's, it's, it's short term memory's fucked but it's long term memory's amazing not as ex- not necessarily long term memory it's sort of like muscle memory but for the brain yeah. you know how if you do muscle memory it, like handwriting you learn your handwriting because you sit there and you write every day as a child so you learn how to write it's that sort of thing if you spend every day learning how to like make a model, you would eventually be able to do it without any instructions whatsoever because you've made it for God knows how long. It's sort of that. It's just muscle memory. He's basically tr- he he can train his brain to sort of figure some things out, but it's never that he remembers it. He doesn't remember the exact scene or anything like that. He just he's able to sort of anticipate what happened next, what happens next. So if a character dies in the next scene, you'll be able to say that character dies in the next scene, <laughs> but he won't be able to remember how or what happened specifically or how he yeah, even remembers. That would be the worrying part for me, not knowing how you know that detail. Like I know this person's going to die, but I don't know how I know that. That would be the scary part for me. Cause that would mean that you've, obviously seen it before but you don't remember anything and it's a constant reminder of you know this but somehow you don't at the same time but 30 seconds later you forget yeah so it'll only be with you for a few seconds and be constantly worried about it this thing he was like i've mentioned a couple times he was an expert musician yeah um Despite having no memory of specific musical pieces when mentioned by name and extremely limited recall of his previous musical knowledge. So you couldn't give him a sheet sheet of music and say, like, what's that name and stuff. But he's still able to play complex piano and organ pieces, pieces, slight reading and conducting a choir. So because he's he did it so much when he was younger and he's, like I said, muscle memory, he can yeah. still play bits on the piano and he can still play <laughs> the choir because it's ingrained in him so much into that muscle memory. It's, it's, it's intriguing what our minds can do, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's like it's shut off. What like it's? I know the whole thing of certain party brain do certain things is up in the air because some scientists have funk it and some scientists believe it. But yeah, it it's the whole thing. This does this would be a good case of it's entirely possible that certain parts of your brain do do different things because it's as if one part of his brain's shut down, but the other part is trying to compensate for it by upping his ability to 
do muscle memory and just like general things like that. But still amazing what our brains could actually do now. Yeah, the human brain is an amazing organ. Most humans' brains. I mean, even oh, an not. idiot's brain is an amazing organ. It's just, it functions in a completely different way. Mine's a piano. This <laughs> is a piano. Yeah. Does it play chopsticks <laughs> on repeat? <laughs> yes. I don't know. I can't use chopsticks. I can use chopsticks. 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 Fuck you, English. <laughs> I'm pretty oh, sure that's what the French were screaming a lot. <laughs> yeah, and they didn't get them anywhere. <laughs> no, yeah, I, 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 I can use chopsticks. It's easy to use chopsticks. We need to go back to that Japanese place and have katsu curry again. Oh, I've been fancying it, but it's been shut down since Corona started. I know. Do you remember that? Just like, where do you want to go to eat? Fuck, you like Japanese food. Do you want to try this place? <laughs> I'm so I glad you took us there. Hard. Carry on, do something else. I don't have a end of that sentence. <laughs> I had, I don't know. <laughs> I had something, something katsu curry the other day and it was really nice. Oh, no, Kyle, did you not yes. see what I put in chat? Go to McDonald's. Oh, no, that, that, that's off now because like they were thingy in it. Oh, the, the chicken nuggets, the katsu nuggets. Yeah. They're really nice. Do you know what's that? That's no, say that all real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'd have to try them. I, I prefer just the normal nuggets, I think. Um, because we're on about katsu and everything like that, I'm going to move on to a bizarre thing in Japan, which is... Anything. No, which is a crime-stopping tool. Okay? Okay. And this is the fact that if you visit shops, commercial establishments, and even police stations in Japan, uh, you might be baffled to discover a bright orange baseball-sized orbs generally placed next to the cash register. Uh, but they won't be for sale because they're actually crime devi- anti-crime devices. <laughs> the crime uh, devices, if they're bright orange, then people notice them why they're still there. <laughs> uh, the the balls, locally known as Bohan Yukawa Boru, uh, derive their bright hue from the orange paint that fills them. Uh, in the event of a theft or robbery, oh, so it's a die pack. Store employees are supposed to fling the balls at the perpetrator. Yeah, it's basically they've got water balloons full of paint next to the cash register and as soon as you try and steal anything from the shop they'll launch it at you cover you in orange paint to make it easy for the police to find you so it's a dye pack but it dyes the humans instead of the cash you know we've got something similar for people nicking motorbikes now it's just a spray the police have to spray you with it because they know they can't catch you and then they just literally wander up your house and go, oh, look, that's got your weed on it. So is your clothes. Get the van. Yeah, I mean, I knew, I knew like, the um, die packs that were used in banks and stuff on cash and stuff. So if you tried to steal money, it would just paint the cash so that it was yeah. easy to spot that you've stolen it, that sort of thing. But I never realised that, like, I never even thought you can just have a paintball 
next to the cash, next to a cash register, and anybody who tries to steal from you, just launch it at them or shoot shoot it at them from a paintball gun or something like that, and just mark them. Yeah. Also, being covered in paint might be a bit of a deterrent to do crime if you end, if they accidentally like accidentally accidentally hit you in the face with it. That would be one hell of an anti-crime device. Accidentally. <laughs> Or don't accidentally hit him in the face with it. <laughs> I'd aim for the eyes every time. I know you would. Tell me you wouldn't. Of course. <laughs> uh, hey, I mean, come on, you've got to aim for the eyes. Uh, aim for the eyeballs. Aim for the eyeballs. The eyeballs. Jay, how long have we been going for? Because I don't have a time it's on Too this. long. He's busy munching. Fifty minutes. What are you eating? Not food. <laughs> he says putting away a packet and munching. <laughs> what are you eating? Uh, Nothing. One hour fifty minutes. <laughs> uh, right. Would you like to know about the meteor that only killed three people? Right, go on. I'm in. No. Uh, in 1908, so it's a recent meteor, uh, a meteor exploded over over Siberia and flattened over 2,000 kilometer worth of forests. Uh, though it disintegrated about three miles above the Earth, it created an airburst with 1,000 times more energy than the atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima. Amazingly, though, only three people were killed. <laughs> Uh, about it, it was an explosion over the eastern Siberian tiger. Uh, oh, one second, I'm just uh, got something in my eye. Um, over 80 million trees were flattened and burned, and the eyewitnesses report, reports suggest that at least three people were killed. Uh, the explosion is generally attributed to the airburst of a stony meteoroid about 100 metres or 330 feet in size. Uh, it, it's been classified as an impact event, even though no impact crater was was made from it. Um, the object was thought to have disintegrated about three to six miles above the ground or above the Earth, rather than hit, hit the surface of the Earth. So it's sort of just the pressure of it disintegrating, the air pressure, caused enough force that it was on par with a nuclear blast and just flattened this area completely. Ooh. So it I was awesome. classified or wasn't? It, it it was classified as an impact event, even though there's no impact crater, just because of the amount of damage and the, like the amount of research it's done. <laughs> the amount of research it's done. But it, it, I like I like how it says um, the outcome was flattening of 770 square mi- square miles of forest, devastation to local plants and animals, deaths zero confirmed, three possible. Also, somebody might have died, but they just can't be asked to check it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's because there's there's eyewitness reports that three people may have died during it, but it's not. It's never been confirmed whether they died from the actual meteorite or from something else. I'm assuming. 
It might have just been that they lived in that area and they died, but they didn't know the time of death, so they might have died before the meteorite hit type thing. Oh, but the there's no evidence of the body cool. left. <laughs> just saying. Um, do, 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 yeah, um, interpretations of the cause and magnitude have relied chiefly on damage assessments and geological studies conducted many years after the event due to the remoteness of the site and the limited instrumentation available at the, at the time of the event. Um, studies have yielded estimates of the meteorites 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 Jay I'm catching your English bug <laughs> you're breaking isn't it contagious yeah. fuck you've you've fucking installed you've done a software update on my brain and you've installed bad Jay English Kyle XA has crashed <laughs> <laughs> oh, talking about software updates, me and Ashley were having a conversation in the car. Right? Yeah, yeah, about ago. your software? About software updates, not my software, just like general <laughs> software updates. Yeah. Right, do you guys remember Mrs. Rennie? No. Uh, Ari. Oh, sorry. Ari um, teacher, yes. Yeah. Oh, barely. Like, barely. Mo most of my Ari was spent paying attention to the last and front thong and no, for fucking sake, watching, the, watching, the, watching the vicar of Dibley and you Father Ted. Right. Can you guys confirm to me that you've never seen an RB teacher outside of the RB classroom? Uh, at school, yeah, yes. So, yeah. At work, no. Because at work, oh. I do see them outside the classroom, but at Good school, yes. Style. Right, me and Ashley have came up with a theory that all RE teachers are building a factory and every time they go for like where we got cover support always near Christmas it's they getting um, software updates and a new Cliff Richard CD installed in them It's always Cliff Richard though It's Cliff Richard <laughs> Every RE teacher listens to Cliff Richard So RE teachers <laughs> Ooh. Are we teachers? Are how do how do they give them how do they give them new Cliff Richard music though? Because he doesn't release any new music. They're just, they're, they're, They've got to run out of updates eventually. Yeah, let's um, give them false hope. False hope. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is what you get for teaching the children false hope. No, yes, no false hope. New Cliff Richards. So RE teachers are made in a factory in the. In, get updates. In the updates, right? In update one point two, they they insert a couple of new songs. In update one point three, they remove they remove a couple of different songs that were previously known. And then update one point four, they, it's just they keep on switching the songs that they know. Yeah. So RE teachers are like stinks. The robots. Yeah. They're not. They're not. They're not born. They're just made in a factory and uploaded. Yeah, that's why the janitor's always in before anyone else says, just to t flip the on switch on your wee teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, like I mean, I've, I've, if that's the case, I wish we found the off switch on most RA teachers, because, like I said, <laughs> all of my RA lessons were just watching the Vicar of Dibley and Father Ted. So it wasn't too bad, honestly. I quite liked it, but a lot of people seem to hate it. I got false married to people on some shit just to teach us. I don't know what it taught us. I'm just sure the teacher had fantasies about the students marrying each other. It was probably okay. to teach you, like, the pro the like the ceremony and process and the symbolism like, behind marriage and stuff. Get married. Well, I am getting married. That defines the point, but, like, 
at a point, I've, I've lost track. Anyway, it just came to the conclusion is I wish I could record mine and Ash's conversations all the time because, like, it she drifts on in these random months, and I'm just staring at her thinking, fuck you know. So she's just like all of us. She's like us whenever we meet, but she's pregnant, which adds to the delirium. Yeah. I don't know, Kyle, you're like a pregnant woman sometimes. <laughs> what? <laughs> you are. Where's that weird, logic come from? You have weird cravings and you just come up with the most outrageous things and we're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you have like weird like cravings, like you'll see something and you'll be like, ooh, you know what I want? And pop it up and they'll be like, what? Or like, oh, look what I'm eating. And it's like, what the fuck? Actually, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do have some strange shit. <laughs> it's like the time I ended, I ended up just buying a coconut because I went, mm, you know what, I fancy some coconut and then spent exactly. the, ne- then spent the <laughs> next 10 minutes breaking it over with open with the corner of a brick. <laughs> can't take them anywhere. Nah, you can't. Hey, I like my cravings. They're random as fuck. I ended up buying some crunchy nuts cereal all day just because I had a craving for something like it. In, in the same way, um, been a bit deliriumed and I think... Delirium. Delirium. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Delusional. And then she, she gave me wrong the other day for Stefan being in, in her dream. What? Yeah, Jay, that's your fault. <laughs> so it's like, t- can you tell your friends to stay out of my dreams? I mean, I I've, like, be, I've, I've been in her dreams as well. It's a bit weird. Apparently, you used to um, appear at the hospital when I broke my leg. But so in her dreams, you're breaking your legs. <laughs> No, yeah. well, I don't think we should question this because we would 100% turn up to take the piss out of them. We would. <laughs> Especially if we were there when he did it. <laughs> oh, we would most definitely be the reason he did it, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what did we do with this hospital while you broke your leg? Probably just got in the way. <laughs> just annoying the doctor. Saying, um, need... What? Uh, I'm getting like a m- messages off Ash. <sighs> Are you getting told off? Yeah, I'm yes, he off. is. <laughs> sorry, Ash. <laughs> Not sorry. Are you getting Are you getting told off for grass another? No, I'm getting told off for corner delirious. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, hi. Well, well, I'm not going to join in and get wrong. <laughs> that's going to end. Yeah. We're going to end it here then. Thank you for watching the live stream. What live? Because <laughs> Jay's busy. Going to get. He's going to get killed by his wife now. Because Jay's going to get ended there. That's why. <laughs> yeah. What could be worse? He doesn't half the shit in my dreams. Ashley's keeping stuff from you. Uh, Jay, can yeah. you check the other chats and just see if there was any like other questions yeah. from anybody else? Right, um, Just because we we do have other chats going, apparently. You now, you now must just people saying hi. Hi, or like that crashed. That crashed the whole stream. So maybe. It's <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We'll answer your questions next week <laughs> if we manage to load them. Yeah, you can always message her on social medias. 
Yeah. You can email us at info at shutterside.org or take it off air at gmail.com. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash taken off air. You can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash taken off air. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash taken off air. Which I'm assuming you already know if you're there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You also can watch us live stream on any of these platforms. There's more information at facebook.com forward slash taken off air. You can follow us on Instagram at Septicide Productions. All one word. And you can done you can buy us coffee now or something. Got buy me coffee. There's a link in <laughs> what? <laughs> Why can they buy you coffee? What? What's happening coffee. right now? There's a new donation link to buy us coffee or beer. So Jay's like, I don't care about Patreon, I don't care about your funding projects we're gonna do, I don't care <laughs> about your funding us, just buy us fucking coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, we're gonna fund okay. Jay's coffee addiction. Uh, not funding. It's funding our coffee. Actually, is there actual website called Buy Me a Coffee? I. It needs to be tea from anybody who wants to buy me a drink. Buy me a cup of tea because I don't drink coffee. No. No. I just drink tea. <laughs> Wait. Um. Join our Reddit. We've got a Reddit now. <laughs> Oh, he's so cheery. He's him. just going through them all. <laughs> Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash taken off air. One word. <sighs> and <laughs> I have assorted teas. Anybody wants to get me a tea, get me a tea. Don't, also don't buy a pound tea. You should drink coffee like normal you. Yeah, drink coffee. Oh, no. You can listen to all the episodes at takenoffair.com. Ooh. And you can see you can see a picture of us where Stefan looks like he's drunk despite not actually having I anything to drink. Uh, I look probably oh, like I'm drunk b- despite the fact that I am teetotal. Jay looks like Jay and Jordan looks like Jordan, but the issue is we're all sort of in height order, but not exactly because we're not that much of a height difference. But we've yeah, still managed to get into size order anyway because jo- Jay's the smallest, then it's Stefan, then it's me. And then I don't know if Jordan's taller than me or not. I feel like he's ever so slightly by like a couple of like millimeters or something, but he'll claim it to many feet. Mm, he will. Hey, uh, thanks anyway. for listening to us shit weekly. Thank you to the 200 odd people in India. Thank you to the 500 odd people in Europe. Uh, yes, thank you very much for watching and thank you very much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed all of our nonsense. Tune in next time for more stupid topics, random shit, and us just babbling like a bunch of stupid orangutans. We know you're listening. We know you're listening. Right? We can see the statistics and we're getting like a thousand odd people listening at 900 odd starts a week. I mean, that sounds more like a threat than anything else. We know you're listening. We know you're listening. We know where you live. (laughs) Why not just subscribe to our new YouTube channel? Yes, we have a new YouTube channel taken off TV. And the first video on there is one by Monsieur Monsieur Tokyo Sexuale himself, Stefan Todd (laughs) here, who has his first episode of a Forza challenge where we have chosen cars for him to drive and he has done sort of circuit races to figure out who built the best car and which is his favourite. So it's... It's a rally stage, and it's just like a time trial. It's like a leaderboard. It's something to try and do 
something, some element of competition between we um, and something to keep we entertained because we're stuck in lockdown, we can't meet. Once we can meet, we'll be doing, or soon actually, we might be doing cross-platform gaming together. But we'll be doing challenges together, we'll be doing gaming together, we'll be doing real a lot of real-life stuff together for YouTube, really. That's going to be the main thing. And yeah. all podcasts will be up there, you'll be able to see with video once we can all sit down around the table have a laugh. Yep, so you'll get to see what all of us look like if you haven't tuned into the live stream, and all of you who've tuned into the live stream, do we look like what you've expected? Did you guess right in whose voice matched which face before you could see the names? Um, Other than that, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye! Well, me, Kyle and Jordan, and we still need to start doing shit. (laughs) 